You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I mean, I guess I was just thinking about how it's like a South Park yeah. production, so I didn't think that I would need to, you know, dress up for it. And I was clearly... It's a musical. It's yeah. a fancy musical. Yeah, know? I realized that after I got there. Oh, okay, here, let's, Sorry, let's our, adjust our levels are all, Our yeah. levels are exactly the same. Like, exactly the same. Okay, well, you said deafening, exactly. and I couldn't hear myself. <laughs> uh, I don't know what all right, to tell you. All right, round two. That could have to do with the fact that I can't hear out of my ears. Yeah, so you're blaming the sound on the, the fact that you can't hear anything? But I don't think the sound would be because, like, louder from you and then quieter from me. Wouldn't it be louder because my voice is in my own head? No, but my voice is more powerful, so it penetrates whatever is, whatever is blocking out your ears. Oh, all right. Let's whatever is growing in there. There's nothing growing in there. Whatever has decided to uh, nest. There's nothing nesting in there. It's nesting in there. That's what's going on. Oh, it'll happen after a while. It'll gestate for a while, and then then it'll clear itself up. I'm going to gestate my fist in your face if you <clears> stop. <throat> no, it'll be it'll be fine. It'll be fine. So I mean, the the uh, levels are are good. Yeah, We're now fine. they are. Now that I called you out, Greg had his raised like all the way up. The levels are exactly the same. Everyone in the, the chat same. is saying like, "Whoa, Greg, can you be any louder?" The levels have always been exactly the same. They're the same every day. I said them the same way every time. Everyone's like, "Whoa, Greg!" Nobody, nobody Turn down said your that. Volume, Greg. Nobody said that. Greg's over there spilling water. All right, we haven't up. even started the show right, yet. Go. You realize we got to. Okay, well, you're just <clears throat> now. I need a second. Now I need a second. <clears throat> <clears throat> Hello. God, we both got to get rid of these colds. I know, All right. right? You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Funemploymentradio.com. Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't go to these things very often. I just thought, okay, it's a South Park production. Yeah, it'll be more laid back. It's a than... Broadway musical. Well, it's a Tony Award winning Broadway musical. It's like as fancy as Broadway well, musicals Well, I get. realized I was a little bit a tad underdressed when I got there. <laughs> I, I found out that wearing jeans to it may not have been the right idea. And... Especially since we were with Joey and he showed up in like a pinstripe suit. Well, I didn't know he was going to show up in a pinstripe suit. No. Yeah, I, I felt a little bit out of place. I... If not significantly underdressed. I didn't know you have to dress up to go to Broadway plays. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. Thank you. That was for really good. It. You got through it. <laughs> yep. I made it. I made it. Uh, real quick, want to remind everybody, of course, uh, not only do we have the Amazon link at the FunEmploymentRadio.com website. We sure do. We also have the link to Backblaze. Backblaze is a backup security program where it's uh, basically an online vault. It's your invisible best friend, basically. Yeah. So if, say, something happens to your computer, say you're walking down the street and you're having you know, a great time and then like a car pulls out in front of you and you have your laptop out and then you realize... No, your laptop was in your backpack, and then you wow. forgot to zip you really up your backpack. A with your words, and <laughs> so you're walking down with your backpack, and you have your laptop in it, but, but your backpack isn't zipped. Yeah, you forgot to zip it, and then you're running along, you know, and a car like dashes out into the road and, and like up onto the sidewalk, and you're like, "Whoa, I don't know what's happening right now. This is a whole lot." And then you're like, you have to jump, and you have to like do a flip. 
to get out of the this way of the like car. The most boring story. And like I've jump ever over heard. a fence, but then there's a dog in the yard of the fence you came, and the dog comes running after you, and you have to go sprinting back. And, you know, you already missed the car. Now you got to run away from the dog, and you leap over the fence again, and you do like a flip over the fence. And as you flip to get away from the dog and jump over the fence after you've escaped, then your the laptop car, falls out and it, and it breaks. Yeah, yeah, and then you lose all your information. Oh my god! But if you had had Backblaze, you would have had to worry about it. And that's that's one thing you know. I think people really need to. So basically, uh, it saves your information on something that isn't your computer. So if you lose all your information on your computer, it's stored somewhere else, so you can get it all back. Right. The end. Even if you have to, you know, jump over fences and, and escape and away dogs. from dogs. Yes, that's yeah. exactly why. Wild dogs scare me. I mean, that's that's a real. When's thing. the last time you saw a wild dog? I don't know. They're out there. There aren't any wild dogs. I don't know. I'm I'm nervous of any approaching any dog. I don't know. I don't I don't trust them. I always think about how if I have to... Re- do you ever do that? Like, if you go well, to yes. the park or something like that, do you think about how if, say, a bear came out of the woods? Like, what would your contingency plan be? I like to live life where I have contingency if plans. If a bear came out of the woods... What woods? Like, Mount Tabor? I, I don't know, wherever. Like, like you need to need to have a plan. So what would say you do something if a happens, bear came out of the woods <clears throat> at you? It's always being prepared. It's what you would have to do. Like, say if it happened quick and it was chasing me, I would... I've, I've always kind of have my eyes out for stuff I can climb to get up higher. But bears can climb too. Well, yeah, but I mean, you, that's why you have to pick the right places. If you can get around or something where you can you can get far enough away from its reach, you can like pace it and circle it. It's just things that I do. Like I, I'm always on the lookout for places that I can climb. You know, in case in case I need to, or fences that I can jump. I'll look at a fence and I'll assess it. And I'll look. Okay. Can I jump that fence if I need to? Well, if I do see a dog that I'm unfamiliar with walking down the street and it looks like it might be, you know, a little on the scary side, like I do look at the cars around me and see if there's like something I could jump on if I need to. Yeah, see, you always got to have a contingency plan. I don't plan. think about bears. Well, yeah, it could be all. a bear. It could be bears. It's really not going to be a bear. Wolves would be pretty fast too. That'd be pretty hard because there's multiple ones of them. But I don't a bear, think I feel like wolves really attack you. They could. I mean, I'm just saying, if it's always good to have a plan. You know, and this is these are things you need to think about. Are you trying to feel better about having a plan in other ex- aspects of your life because you didn't have a plan to dress like you were going to a nice <sighs> musical and you embarrassed Man, yourself? Man, I really kind of blew it. I didn't even think about it until we until we met up with everybody. Uh, so, yesterday, Sarah and I and some of our friends went and saw Book of Mormon. Yes, indeed, there Hello. it is. I can't oh, get that song it? out of my head. <laughs> yes, my name is Elder Price. And I would like to share with you the most amazing book. Hello, my name is Elder Grant. It's a book about America a long, long time ago. It has so many awesome parts. You simply won't believe how much this book can change your life. Hello. This is so incredible. My name is Elder Green. I would like to share with you this book of Jesus Christ. Hello. Okay, that's enough for it. Yeah, it, it was, is. It was so good. Like I can't even explain. I know. Yesterday on the show, if you listen to yesterday's episode, I gave a uh, a synopsis of what Book of Mormon was about. That I thought it turns out I was close. exactly right. It was, if you, you were, listened to yesterday. So show. it was basically this is a big announcement that yesterday was a huge spoiler alert. Yeah. For Book of Mormon. Yeah, it really was. It yeah. really did ruin it. You don't even need to go see it if you listen to yesterday's episode. <laughs> no, it is such a. So such a good play. I didn't know what play, to musical. Expect. You would call it a musical. It's a musical. A yes, musical. It's definitely a musical. And we've talked about before. I'm not. A, I'm not a huge musical person. It's not really my thing. This one 
is so good. Like, I will go see this again. I know you will. You will see yeah. this, like, every time it's in town. Yeah, I know. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I will definitely go again. It is so funny. I mean, because it's the perfect mix of, like, musical nerds like me. Like, the songs, the choreography, like, everything is so wonderful. And then it also has, like, the crassness of some of the, like, South Park. It's, yeah, I mean, it's definitely South Park. Yeah. You know, obviously, it's them that created it. So it's it's got a lot of that same humor. But it is so, so well done. And it's just a fantastic play. It's here in Portland, I think, for the next two weeks it's or like week and a half. the 24th, I think. Yeah, something yeah. like that. So go see it. A couple of things, though, of note, uh, if you're going to go see it, I didn't quite realize how much people dress up to go Maybe to Maybe don't musicals. wear a pair of holy jeans. They weren't holy. They were holy. They were not holy. There were no holes They're in those jeans. They're then. They're about ready to be holy. They are not holy jeans. That oh, is not true. Oh, getting defensive. Yes, because I don't have that many jeans left. So, no, they are not holy. But... I was wearing jeans and a wallet chain, and I did go to a Broadway play. And I realized, I realized once, um, once we met up with uh, our buddy Joey Timber Joey from the from the Timbers, we went Which with I him. Keep and forgetting how famous he is. Yeah, I know. Like, I too. just I don't yeah. even like because we've known him for so long. Yeah, I don't even think about it, and then people are like Timber Joey. Yeah, I know. And it's like holy shit! Like, never mind. You've been featured on ESPN and stuff. I'm like, I don't. Your Vice did a whole thing with yeah, him. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, yeah. It, I know it is. It's funny you forget about that. But yeah, so we met up. Met up with Joey and uh, and his fiance and some of our friends, but they were all dressed up, yes, like quite nicely, yes. And it's at that moment I was like, oh, I guess I should have maybe put on some slacks or something to go to this thing. So I, when we got in there and we walked in, that's when I really realized it, and I felt like people were um, looking at me. The guy next to me. Where where all our seats were? Oh yeah, were. you were sitting next to like the angry old man. Oh man, he did not like me. He did not like the looks of me. He looked like kind of a guy who who goes to a lot of these things. He didn't look he like an the older kind of guy dude. that would go and see the book of like I couldn't figure out why he was actually no, there. He's he's an old school musical guy. Like he goes uh-huh. to everything, whether he approves of it or not, and then he's going to pass judgment on it. Sure, but he goes to it all the time, and he he respects like the craft and the process of going to a musical. And like that kind of thing, like what goes into it, like this is how you do it. You go in, you get your wine, and then you go sit down and you shut up and you enjoy the musical enjoy and the, the performance musical. and you do not talk at any point. Like he's one of those guys. Uh-huh. And so when I walked in by him with, um, while he was sitting there in his suit with my uh, my jeans and my, my winter jacket, um, he was not impressed with no. me. He, he was, was not, not impressed. He got. He I was did notice so in the annoyed. second half that he didn't even sit next to you. Okay, I was going to bring that up. <laughs> the guy. We never talked guy, about it yesterday, but I looked and I'm like, oh, that angry old guy isn't sitting didn't next to Greg anymore. He didn't want to sit anymore. next to me. He sat next to me for the first half, and I was I was mindful of it. You know, I I was actually being considerate because he was there first, so therefore the armchair or the the armrest was his. You know, that's how that works. I know what the arm the armrest arm, rules the are. Armrest hierarchy. And I are honor the armrest rules. You know, he whoever gets there first, that's their property. That's their land until they desert it, and then I can be then it can be claimed again. So he was already there, so I wasn't going to mess with that. So I kept my arm in my uh, in my lap to keep it away from him. And there's there's comment in the chat made me laugh. I'm sorry. Okay, funemploymentradio.com slash live, you can go there. Uh, Our our buddy in the chat, Nipple, says, if Timber Joey, a guy who wears a hard hat and suspenders for most of his life, can dress up a bit, I think you can too, Greg. (laughs) I know. He was dressed very nicely, too. Seriously, he actually, like, works with wood, like, all day. Yeah, no, I know. I know. Uh Um, So this guy, though, he was, he, he... 
he was giving me one of those looks where you know when somebody doesn't like you. Mm-hmm. Like when you're sitting there, and I kind of looked over at him, and I was doing the smile, like, ah, smiled at him. And he just turned at me, glared, and did this kind of side glare and slow turn away. Like the slow turn away when somebody looks at you for a second, and then they like squint their eyes and slowly turn mm-hmm. away. Like I, they are so furious. They can't even think of anything to say to you. Yeah. They can't yell at you. Like you're hurting their eyes by even like being in their vicinity. Degraded their experience yeah. by being around Just them. Just by existing. By existing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what it was. I think I ruined that guy's night. By breathing, by sitting, by existing. Yes. Yeah. And so so he he had to sit next to me during the first uh the first half of it. And then yeah, he switched with some woman was there during the second part of it. He switched chairs so he did not have to sit next to me. Wow. Yeah, I know. I know. The person sitting next to me didn't switch chairs. Yeah, no. Yeah. Nope, nope. It was just me. Mm-hmm. It was just me. <laughs> <sighs> uh, it's being noted in chat. So, Greg, you were saying he was righteously and appropriately judging you. I, I mean, I guess I paid the same price, you know, for that mm-hmm. ticket. That's true. We are in the same row. I mean, it's not like I showed up in, like, overalls. What's wrong with overalls? And, like, no shirt or something like that. Like, <laughs> howdy, man, I'm here to see me a music play. Boy, I hope there's lots of singing and dancing today. Music I mean, I could have done that. Okay. I could have gone that route mm-hmm. and like have like burritos in my pocket or something like that. Like, I brought my own burrito from home. Burrito? Yeah. Is that what you call it? That's, that's how I imagine hillbillies <laughs> say burrito. I brought my own burrito from home. Oh, man. I sure do like South Park. And then I could have just launched into talking about my favorite South Park episodes. What, was, what was so fun about it, too, is like, well, the musicals, like, there's nothing missing from the music in that. The mu- It's... The genius of Trey Parker and Matt Stone and uh, what was the guy's the other guy's name? Uh, I, Robert. I, yeah, to, yeah, they have another guy. Robert Lopez, was, I think. I, I don't remember. Um, the genius of it is is that they, it's almost like they're mocking. They, well, they are mocking musicals, but they do it so well that it's just like it creates the best musical you've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, because it makes you because like they're mocking it, and so I feel silly about. The other musicals that I love because it's uh-huh. clearly you know making fun of the grandioseness of them and how like ridiculous they actually are. Well, but it's I mean, also grandiose itself. The, the because the music in it is like music from South Park when they sing songs, so it's very funny, like funny and very mm-hmm. well done. And all the all of the actors are amazing. So that's well, really quick pro tip for the Keller Auditorium. Just gonna gonna launch into one here. If you're on the orchestra level at halftime, the bathroom line is like like 300 people long. Go over to the elevator, go up to the rich people section, no line. So I, I scurried up to the rich people section. You scurried up? You can't even like say it classily. <laughs> I, just, I, I scurried on up in my in my jeans and my wallet chain, snuck yep. into the rich people bathroom. Yep, that's pretty much what I, yes, <laughs> that is exactly yes, what I just said. That is exactly what you Yeah, I went said. to the rich people bathroom. Yeah, and there was no line, and it was awesome. Um, <laughs> it's being asked if I have a, uh, uh, by Mr. Janky, if I have an upscale uh, wallet chain. You used to have a events. fancier one, didn't you? Have like some. I don't have a fancy. No, someone got you one, didn't you? Have like a skull. Well, yeah, Keelan got me a skull one, but that's yeah. not going to be a fancy. one. I think one. it had uh, diamond encrusted eyeballs in the skull, so <laughs> that's pretty much your dress chain at this point. <laughs> uh, yes, I I just didn't think about it. Okay, but also like with I Book just of didn't Mormon, think about it. I will say, like, like when I was watching the first, like, you know, thirty minutes of it, I was, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, oh, this looks like a musical that my mom might actually like, and then it got, and then it gets into it. I'm like, oh, never mind. It is a little crass at times. 
Oh yeah, I mean it's South it's Park. South Park because yeah. you forget that because they do such a good job of like spinning it into a musical and like oh wait no this is Trey Parker and Matt Stone yep gotcha. there they are yep <laughs> right there yep so it was it was really truly and uh, I highly recommend it if you get a chance to go see it to to definitely definitely take the opportunity to go mm-hmm. I mean it is it is great and I'm not a musical person and I still loved it I thought it was really really funny um, so yeah so we we went to it yesterday and then afterward. Um, this is when I really started feeling out of place. <laughs> like, not because of anything anyone else was doing, but because of my own doing. Uh, we ended up, um, uh, I don't even know who, who I can say, who knows who, but anyway, one of our friends knew someone from no, the cast. No, we can say that. So, okay. so uh, Joey's, Timber Joey, his fiance, uh, Sydney, the lovely girl, yeah. uh, she's, uh, she's a dancer and singer, and she's in a bunch of musicals, and she's an actress, yeah. and she's just stunning. And really sweet. And so she knew actually one of the people that was in Book of Mormon, one of the the main actors. Yeah. And so afterward, you know, we were all planning on meeting up outside of the Keller and Joey wrote us. He's like, hey, why don't you, um, why don't you guys all just come and meet us next to the backstage to the side door? And we're like, okay, why not? Sure as shit, go over to meet them. And the entire cast is coming out. And they're all like coming out, and people are saying it was, it was really neat to see because I haven't seen it in forever. Like signing autographs, yeah, and taking pictures. Yeah, people were getting the yeah, the program signed. And all I got that a stuff. picture with Elder Cunningham, and I was really excited about it. Yeah, yeah, that was a good picture. And then, um, and then one of uh, Sydney's friends came out the the man who was in the play, who I think we might actually be having on yeah. the show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. So he's one of the he he basically uh, plays the bad guy. Yeah, in the play, right? And so, so we're talking to him, and he's like, he said the entire cast was going to uh, to a bar downtown because it was a surprise birthday party for one of the people, and it's like, yeah, why don't you guys all just come with me? So we went, and we ended up hanging out with the whole cast with of the entire cast of Book of Mormon of Book of Mormon. And and spoiler, they're all very nice people. They were the nicest. Like no, also like, nobody gave us a look. Like what the hell are you guys doing? Here? Well, so gracious. They, no, they didn't because yeah. they were very nice. But uh, that's why I'm saying they're so nice because they didn't. Because I clearly did not fit. Here's the thing. You I were mean, quite you, you were quite frumpy compared to everybody I, else. I wasn't frumpy. Frumpy is not. Frumpy is not how you would describe me. I mean, not your. I'm not saying your body is frumpy, but your clothes were. They're not frumpy. I mean, you looked slightly frumpy, especially next they to all these fit. like next to all these like beautiful people who are all like you know in tip top shape and and very stylish, and stunning and, and stylish and yeah. yeah, yeah. They 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 were all. That's a group of uh, very good looking people. Yes. <sighs> <laughs> I didn't know. I well, I should have known to dress up. I didn't know we were going to be going out with the cast. <laughs> like like we would have known that. I know. That was awesome. I know. I mean this wasn't something this wasn't something that has ever happened. I'm like, "Oh my god, this is actually happening." Yeah. It was it was so surreal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh it's being asked in the chat, did you talk about who, how you were an actor as well, Greg? I'm not that kind of actor. I I know he's trying to be facetious, but that, that's not um yeah, musical like play uh Broadway theater acting mm-hmm. that's not something i do yeah yeah not not my deal so it's it's just kind of a different thing but they are they were all so very nice and uh it was it was really really fun mm-hmm. so yeah we're probably going to be having one of them i don't know we exchanged numbers last night but that was over a couple of drinks so we'll we'll, we'll see if that still happens um and uh but yeah we might be having him on that would be cool yeah that would be really cool what's his name in it it's uh I can't remember exactly. He's the general. Yeah, general, He's the general. But, general butt naked, I think. No, that's not it either. But 
It is. Yes, it is. It is? That's his name. Oh, okay. All right. No, I know because I looked it up earlier. Oh, okay. All right. Yes, that is it. And there there you can hear the South Parkiness in it. (laughs) If it's general butt naked. Yep. So it was uh, it was it was very very. Thank cool. you again for the coolest birthday present ever. Yes, you are welcome. Yes, that was that was wonderful. Good. If I get a chance to see it again before it leaves, I totally want to see it again. Yeah, I would go see it again. as oh, well. Oh, in a heartbeat. Yeah, in a heartbeat. I definitely. would see it again tonight if I could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's not cheap, but there are tickets available. Mm-hmm. So if you do want to go, and go, well go. worth it. Like even if you're not a musical person, this is like the musical for people who aren't musical people. Yeah. Yep, if I agree. That makes sense. Yep, all right. I agree, hundred yeah. mm-hmm. percent. All right, let's get on to something else though, because yesterday we also had a mission for you, Sarah, ah. because the country PI, as I'm known as by people all over the world, because of my private investigative skills, since I grew up in the country, now I live in the city. My country eyes can see things city folks don't, and as I'm basically pro, like semi-pro private investigator. I'm not licensed, but you don't really need a license. I'm do pretty you? sure you absolutely need a license. Yeah, that's but how, I mean, I could do it on my own. That's how just, you are a private investigator, is if you're licensed. There's a loophole that. in there. I mean... Nope, not a loophole. How is there... You just pretty much have to have a license. No, but I mean, I could go, like, take pictures of stuff and... That would probably be illegal in some way. Oh. That would probably be, like, stalking or... Well, I said semi-pro. They'll never be able to find me anyway, because I go undercover and they would never catch yes. me. Um, but anyway... Yes, your public persona of doing the show every day just is really undercover. I can go undercover. Mm-hmm. I could go completely un- unrecognized. I could. I could change you wouldn't even know me i could be in the same room you had no idea mostly it involves overalls like i said earlier and then i'd be and not wearing a shirt yeah yeah i'm here to see the talking i really am starting to think that you want to wear overalls without a shirt like you brought it does sound quite relaxing i know it does sound i think it does sound i think you're trying to work it into your lexicon because this is going to eventually make people think that that's okay and that that's part of it yeah it's going to be your look like as summer comes around you're gonna be like oh you know what i want the feel of pants but not a shirt but i don't want my pants (laughs) to fall off but want my nipples covered i think i'm gonna wear me some overalls yeah yeah some bibs (laughs) you know i've got several different pairs of overalls and bibs too at home i'm just, just putting that out there i'm just making that announcement right now that I, that I Why do. are you still talking about overalls? That, they, now I want to wear a pair. Anyway, regardless of that, I could go undercover and no one would find me. But you had a mission yesterday. And your mission was this since, just to recap, and you can listen to the entire story yesterday, Sarah did some laundry at the apartment building that she lives in, in the basement. On in, Friday afternoon. On Friday afternoon. You came back to your apartment on Friday, left your, uh, left <laughs> left your laundry there. Yep. And then on, was it Sunday or Monday? Monday. Monday, you came back. Keep in mind, there's like 100 units in this apartment building. Probably at least. And on your door, resting on your door. Hanging from the doorknob. The doorway to your kind of hovel in the back corner, your your studio apartment, was your bikini top. Yes. That someone, you didn't see anybody when this happened. No, I didn't see You don't anybody know anybody else that lives room. in the building. I just Somebody my next door neighbor, yeah. at some point got a hold of it, knew where your place was, and waited three days to put it on your doorknob. There totally, there's a logical explanation. Yeah, the logical explanation is they're they're just building up to obviously do something terrible. I mean, that's I don't know what it is. I, am, I don't know like, what it is. Super paranoid in my apartment. Now, on top of that, you also realized that a couple of weeks ago you had some guy. Some new guy who lives in the building from the basement come up and say, knock on your door and then kind of peek over you 
asking you if you had water dripping down into his room, which mm-hmm. you did not. Mm-mm. But he was peeking in there. He did. And you do have laundry everywhere. And I think that's where he got a look at it. And he knew. I don't think. I so. think he knew. We're on. This is this is my. But I suspect. don't know. But I don't have any. That's other my number one culprit right now. I know my sus my suspected culprit. So, I give you some some tasks. One was, did you get his name? I did not get his name. Oh come on! I'm sorry. I looked. I, I wasn't there when the well, mailman I'm was. I'm trying there. to help you. It's going to be too late. And I did don't... walk by his apartment door to see if there were any. Because that's did. another. Yeah, because that's another trick. That's how you learn their names. Is if they have a package out in front of their apartment. Oh, you just walk up and then stare at their packages? Yeah, and then look at their name on the package. Th- what if you can't see it? Do you move it so you can see it? No, I I don't move it. The package label is always facing up. What if it was on the side? Would you move it? Do you stand there and like stare at it? Do you take a picture of it? No, I'll just look at it. Oh, do you do it while you're walking by or do you stop and stare at I it? slow down. Oh, see, that's weird. Yeah. What if they were to come? Then it looks like you're going to be stealing it. Well, I'm not going to steal it. I just want to know who they are so I can look them up on the internet. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, so I wasn't able to figure out who he was. All right, so you don't. we don't have a name. I don't have a name. All right, no name. No name. But I do. I did get one thing taken care of. And what was which that? Which doesn't help at all because it just makes me even more paranoid. Like I asked my, my next-door neighbor, the um, the neighbor that I know that I get along with who's wonderful, I did ask her yesterday if she was the one that put my – if she found my – bathing suit top and put it on my door and she said no damn it so it wasn't her it wasn't her so there we go back to culprit That's number why I don't one want to talk about this well oh man it i really wish me we had out a because now guy. when i'm in my apartment it's so messy but like i'm thinking like because i like last night when i was putting on my eye cream i was like my uh-huh. eye cream it looks like there's more of it missing I'm like is somebody coming into my apartment uh-huh. dancing in my bikini top and using my eye cream what's happening here? wait you're, somebody used your eye cream i don't know it looked like there was some, a significant Portion of my brand new expensive eye cream oh, gone. Oh, yeah. I don't know if they're what they're doing. Yeah, that is. I was actually definitely... going to leave like something on my like a piece of paper or something between my door uh-huh. and the frame today before I left, and I totally forgot to. Yeah, that's the other thing I told you to do. You gotta know, gotta leave I didn't a trap. Do it. I know. They could be in there right now, rolling around in your oh, laundry, wearing laundry. wearing your swimsuits, putting on your eye cream, laying on your bed, watching watching Expensive Netflix, yeah. drinking your wine. Oh man, they're going through your kitchen bath. They wouldn't go wine. to, and they can't watch Netflix because I have my computer with me. Oh yeah, but they can bring their own computer in and just be laying on your bed, watching Netflix on your bed right now, in your swimsuit. Just laying there, rolling around, flopping around, flopping around on your bed, just like you know, playing like a a, flopping, flopping like a dolphin on your bed, just like just flippity flopping. Yep, flippity flopping all over your room, going through your stuff, digging through your drawers right now. Okay, that's enough. Well, I'm just saying that could be happening, and you would have known that if you'd have set a I trap. I wish they'd do didn't. something productive, like clean it or something. No, that's not what that's not what you do for that. I mean, that's like a that's like, a, I, I think I'd be freaked out. But I would be like pleasant. I'd be pleasantly surprised for a second if uh-huh. I got home and like somebody had cleaned my apartment. <laughs> Wait, you're saying it's okay? They can break in and roll around in your clothes as long as they clean up afterwards. Yes, and don't steal anything. You would let somebody go to your go to your apartment, <laughs> put on your your swimsuit, flop around and everything, go through all your stuff. But as long as they cleaned the apartment afterwards, you're okay with it. Yeah, I don't want to clean my apartment. There you go. Anybody out there who wants to go do no, this at Sarah's place? No, don't go. I'm not giving you permission. You want to that. go to Sarah's place and flop around in her clothes and, and, I just, and, and go through And not go things. through all my things. Well, yeah, that's part of the deal. 
If you're leaving somebody there and t- saying you have full access. I don't want access, someone going through my things. I didn't say full access. Well, that's what they're doing right now. The dude that's over there right now is Stop going through all it. of your stuff. I mean, he's he's learning all kinds of things. Probably about you. He's trying to become you. Okay, now if you see this guy and he's like dyed his hair the same as yours, you may have one of those... Uh, what was that movie where the the roommate like started dressing like the other one? Single and, white female? Yeah, you may have one of those kind of situations going on. Oh, boy. Only it's, only it's going to be a guy and it's it's going to be that. Oh, So what, boy. he's going to show up and like he's going to murder me and then he's going to show up in my place. He's going to be sitting here one day. I'll be like, what do you mean, Greg? I look exactly the same. Yep, and I won't know the difference. You won't know the difference because he's become me. Yeah. So I could be him right now. Yeah, I, I guess in theory that's yeah, possible. Yeah, in theory it is possible. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'm not me. All right. Maybe he already got me. All right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, I guess we'll never know. I guess the world will never know. <laughs> uh, Jess in the chat said he was too busy setting up the uh, pinhole camera. Dude, I'm going. That's the first thing I'm doing. Actually, I'm I'm looking at my, um, my fire detector or my smoke detector and my carbon monoxide detector. I'm checking for cameras today. You think there's that's where they would put cameras? I mean, Why would you right, put them like, in there? In the middle of my room, and they're pointed kind of toward my bed. Yeah, but that's to protect you. That's what the, are, those are, are for. They? Yes. Are yeah, they? There's a reason for. Smoke detectors and carbon monoxide Well, I know, detectors. but I can open them to see if there's, like, hidden cameras in there. By the way, shout out to uh, Steve and uh, Kendra. What, for the carbon monoxide? Oh, thing? yes. Yes. Oh, you wonderful people. Yes, use your carbon monoxide detector. Yes. It will save your life. Absolutely. Okay. Um, Way to make it real for a second, Greg. I'm talking about pinhole cameras. Well, I was just trying to do a quick thing, and then you, like, stopped, and then I was like, okay, now this like, broke it all up. Well, I don't know you're what... the one that broke it all up. I was sitting here. I was having a, a grand old time, and you're just like, oh, I haven't talked in two seconds. Let me interrupt her. That's not exactly how that went down. I don't think that was the right way to describe it. I have some exciting stories today. I'm feeling less congested than yesterday, actually. I feel a little bit better. Okay. Yeah. Good. It's because I found my uh, Washington Sudafed. Uh, you should explain what that means. Okay. You can't get real Sudafed uh, here in, in Oregon because we can't have nice things. Because when we do, we turn them into meth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did. They banned um, over-the-counter sales. Yeah, Sudafedrin. So you can't buy it here, which means all cold medicine that you buy in Oregon basically does nothing. So you have to drive across the border to... Yeah, it doesn't do much. Yeah, so you have to drive across the border to actually get pseudofedrin from Washington State. Because if they sold it in Oregon, uh, I guess everyone would be making meth out of it. Apparently, yeah, that's what everybody was doing, is buying up the pseudofed. Yeah, buying the pseudofed and making the meth. They all went to But I found an old package that I had, and so I had some, and I feel amazing. Why don't they just, like, put a limit on how much you can buy? I mean... Right? Somebody goes into a store... (laughs) Yeah, Keelan's like, yeah, they sure solved the meth problem. (laughs) (laughs) Like if somebody goes into to like a pharmacy, it's like I want three cases of Sudafed, please. I got a real bad cold. Are they you wearing know? overalls without a shirt on? No, that's that's a different voice for the overall guy. <laughs> that was my meth meth guy voice. Uh, you know, wouldn't you? Couldn't you just like limit how much you sell somebody? I bet you could. <laughs> like no more than one package of who needs more than one package of Sudafed for anything? Apparently, lots of people in Oregon. Enough to have it banned. All right. Yeah. All right. Hello, my friends. <clears throat> Excuse me. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Hello. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up, there's a story out of... Well, I'll be Portland, Oregon. Oregon. And this is the headline. 
There's something that has been invented to take on the crow poop problem, which I didn't realize was a big thing in downtown Portland. Oh, yeah. No, it totally is. I actually know that because I work... Uh, I work sometimes work for a part-time job down at the Portland Art Museum. Mm-hmm. It is crazy how many crows there are. Well, let me tell I you. I mean, it's I posted a video of it at one point, I think a couple weeks ago. It's it's terrifying. Well, crows who are littering the sidewalks of Portland, Oregon with their droppings now have to face a new enemy. A piece of equipment that has been called the Poop Master 6000. <laughs> I swear to god. The Poop Master 6000 is taking on what nobody has been able to do before. Is this a superhero of some sort, or what? what yes. is this? Yes, it's a, is it a guy it's a, calling it's a himself. Guy and his name is Poop Master 6000. The Poop Master 6000 won't stand for this. No, the Poop Master 6000 won't clean up those You crows? Bags. No, crows. Uh, so, this is where our tax dollars are going, just so you know. Uh, Portland Mall Management says the Poop Master 6000. We'll drive up and down the city's downtown five days a week to clear crow feces that have become quite the public nuisance. Now, Portland Mall the Management Poop President Master Six Thousand Mark New said uh, years of market research and development created the name to address the problem. Now, the organization said the Poop Master created the name. Well, I think he was trying to be jokey. Like he's like, look at me, I'm the Portland Mall Management President. I'm going to be all kooky. Okay. I never get to talk to the press. Uh, the organization says that the Poopmaster 6000 is being given a six-month trial by the city at a cost of a few thousand dollars per month. We are few pay- thousand dollars per month? We are paying to have the Poopmaster 6000 roaming the streets of downtown Portland. So uh, they're having a trial run for it. So the city will have the option to buy the Poopmaster Six thousand for sixty thousand dollars at the end of the trial. Okay, I'm just gonna really quick while you were doing that story, I was trying to pull up a picture of the Poopmaster six thousand. Oh, somebody already did. Okay, yeah. well, I, but, but I typed it into Google Poopmaster, which is now in my Google search history, and space six, and it automatically filled it in with an eight afterwards for Poopmaster sixty eight. Don't click on that. <laughs> Don't let that search come up. That is apparently a guy. Okay, we don't need to know. There's a YouTube user. But it goes by. Okay. Yeah, don't 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 pull it up. That's really disturbing. Right, that well, was a disturbing image. Thank you, Google. You should have blocked that. You need to put on your safety search, and then you won't see such. I things. do. I need to safety myself. All right. So the Poopmaster Six Thousand will be roaming the streets of Portland for the next six months if we decide to buy. So it's it, only it, be, j- it just. It's a trial run right now. Is it? Oh, it looks like kind of like a zamboni kind of thing. It's like a it's like a poop zamboni. For well, the now streets. I kind of want it. Now I kind of want to give it a give it a spin. I don't know if you're going to be allowed to. You're basically getting to drive a Zamboni on the streets. Yes. Cleaning up crow feces. <laughs> well, there's that. Yes. Um, uh, okay, I'm kind of in. Officials say the initial results from the Poopmaster 6000 have been quite positive. Okay. Uh, another representative from Portland Mall Management says her crews have given us a nice, clean sidewalk, and the crows leave a few hours later, and you wouldn't even know that any... But, oh, it said, said you get a uh, clean sidewalk for a few hours, and then the crows come back a few hours later, and you can't tell that they've been cleaned, but... However, for a few hours, they're clean. Why don't we just get rid of some crows? Is that not something I can say? That's country justice. You can't say that here. Oh, I'm not allowed to say that in Portland, yeah. You're trying to do country justice in a city world. Okay. You cannot do country justice here. Can't we just... uh, You cannot shoot the crows, Greg. Well, I mean, it seems like there's too many of them. A quarter of a crow! Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just seems like there's too many crows. That's all I'm saying. Why can't we relocate the crows? With a BB in their heads? (laughs) I don't know. I mean, you know. Greg, 
No country justice here. All right, this Solve story the makes problem. me laugh. This is there is a pretty- crow shortage? I mean, okay. Anyway, yeah. What do crows? What do they do? Like, they eat everything. They're really smart too. I know they memorize faces. Yeah, that's scary. They know if you like do something mean. I mean to them, like, why remember. are they? What makes them worth living? <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, they they eat thing. They eat garbage that needs clean. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> why are they worth living? I mean. <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> What purpose do they serve you? Is that what you're asking? Yes. If you want to execute country justice on them, I want to know. (laughs) (laughs) All right. This this story made me laugh. So uh, this is out of Seattle. Uh, A Seattle man has been getting lots of flirtatious text messages, luxury car inquiries, and offers of free concert tickets, and he didn't know why. But he comes to find out that it's because... His new cell phone number that was issued from Verizon used to belong to Sir Mix-a-Lot. What? This guy got Sir Mix-a-Lot's old cell phone number, and now he's getting billions of calls and flirtatious texts, car deals, free concert tickets, everything, because people still think that's Sir Mix-a-Lot's number. Whoa. So this guy's name is Jonathan Nichols. He's 33 years young. Sir Mix-a-Lot still gets all that stuff? Hell yeah. I mean, good for him. I am a Sir Mix-a-Lot fan. Dude, he comes to town and like judges the big butt contests, and people yeah, just lose their shit. He is awesome. By the way, Sir Mix-a-Lot has a subscription to the Fun Employment Radio he Network. Sure does. And he does not, not pay for it, but no, he does he have has one. one. Yeah, he has a password and login to the Fun Employment mm-hmm. Radio Network because he wanted one. That's what we should pitch when we're trying to get people to subscribe. We'd say, uh, Sir Mix-a-Lot subscribes. Sir Mix-a-Lot does. Because he does subscribe. Yeah. We have his email address. <laughs> yep. Yep. I... I personally set up his account <laughs> and sent it to him. Alright, so this guy's name is Jonathan Nichols. Said he was initially perplexed when he got his new phone number and started receiving text messages uh, with pictures of scantily clad women and calls from luxury car dealerships about test driving Ferraris, Lamborghinis, and Jaguars. Uh, Nichols said that he would tell the dealerships I'd love to, but I think you have the wrong guy. I'm a broke law student. He said he also started to receive texts and calls from musicians offering him tickets and backstage passes to their shows. He should have just taken up on some yeah. of it. Uh, he said that um, a lot of the texts were addressed uh, to someone named Mix or Anthony. That's his <laughs> real name. Now, he said the mystery of the phone number persisted until uh, eight months after he received the phone number when he started getting birthday greetings. <laughs> and someone wrote to him, happy birthday, Sir Mix-a-Lot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so he had no idea? He had no idea. So he said him and his friends then Did he write any of these people back? or? Well, he said him and his friends researched the rapper and then realized that his real name was Anthony Ray, which is why the text messages, a lot of them were for Anthony, and discovered that it must have actually been his previous phone number. Uh, so so the Seattle Times actually approached Sir Mix-a-Lot about this because Mi- Sir Mix-a-Lot still lives in town. And uh, Sir Mix-a-Lot said that he was amused by it when he was talking to the Seattle Times. He said, are you serious? That's hilarious. Poor guy. He uh, offered some advice for Nichols. He said, don't check any of the text messages in front of your wife. That would be the first thing. And don't answer any texts by saying yes, because people take yes differently with me and usually end up opening your wallet. Oh, Sir Mixlet got dealt some real advice there. Yeah. Yeah, so he says, uh, oh, so, oh, Mr. Nichols is, um, is the gay. And he says, uh, my boyfriend tells me, get the tickets, take the backstage passes. But, uh, yeah, just have them leave them somewhere, and all he would have to do, because somebody was saying the gig would be up if uh, Sir Mixalot, if you if he showed up and it wasn't Sir Mixalot, have him text back and say, "Hey, gonna have my assistant, so and so, pick them up for me," mm-hmm. and then he's just the assistant, and then bam, he gets That's all the true. stuff. 
Well, he said that the numbers brought him one large benefit, which is bragging rights. He says in job interviews, when interviewers ask what's something interesting that uh, you have that <laughs> nobody else does, he can say, I have Sir mix old phone number. That is pretty good. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. Uh, he also says, so Sir mix asks about Nichols. He said, uh, tell him to send me any really sexy pictures <laughs> that he gets sent. I swear to God, I love it. Like, Sir mix wonderful because he is still pandering, and it's been like 20 years. Uh, he said to Nichols, tell him uh, that any really sexy pictures, little in the middle of she's got much in back, to give him my new number. Wow. But not the car dealerships. Wow. Mm-hmm. Little in the middle, but she got... Swass. Don't, don't do that. So swass. Out of Glasgow, Scotland, let me ask you this. Would you be interested in doing a race, a wine-a-thon? Where you race and drink wine? Oh, I don't know. Well, I would rather a- do drink beer. I think. Well, this is uh, Scotland's 10K Great Glasgow Wineathon. Uh, so this is uh, going to be happening in Scotland. We'll be given wine instead of water to quench their thirst when they're running a 10K. So this is scheduled for September 24th this year. Wait, uh, so it's how does it work? So instead of giving cups of wine or water, they're just when they're running. Cups they're giving of wine? cups of wine, and they can run with their wine. Oh no, uh-uh. I'd do that. Well, I know you would do that. No, that might be a little too jostly, actually. That just doesn't sound good to me. That seems like things would be all mixed up inside, and that wouldn't be good. Yeah, well, already hundreds of people have registered for the six-and-a-half-mile race, which features wine stations instead of water stations. Uh, the person who created this said, we want to put the fun back into running and prove you don't have to be an elite runner to be able to enjoy a race. You would totally drink it. I would. I would. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you were mentioning Steve and uh, Kendra earlier, like last time when we did the Shamrock Run. Steve oh, yeah. They us, were. Give us cups of beer when we ran Yeah, by. I missed him. I, I didn't see oh, it. Oh, but... you missed out. So, uh, yeah, so that's happening. The Wineathon. So expect something like that, I'm sure, to come to Portland at some point. I, I have I this it. other story. I don't think I want to read it. It's gross. <laughs> if you don't want to read it, then I'm sure no one wants to hear it. No. It's just about a guy who holds the Guinness Book of World Record for blowing out the most candles by farting. And I think you just told the story right there. Was the there story. was there's the story. I mean, I don't know what else there is to it. A story out of Lima, uh, Ohio. Lima? Lima? Ah, I actually know this. You do? I do, because I used to have a customer there when I worked for the pool industry. When you I, sold pool liners? Sold pool liners. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll just say her name. Terry at D&G Pools. Terry. Oh, Greg, you're a rebel. Did I'm a rebel. Really I just Terry? dropped a... Terry from D&G reference oh on the show. Oh, my God. Terry. We're, gonna, we're never going to hear the end of it. I used to talk to Terry's her on the phone. people are just going to be hounding us. A couple of couple of times a week, and I would call it Lima because that's what it is. It's Lima, Peru. But instead, she's like, she would get pissed off because it's pronounced Lima. That's, my, that's how I know. That's my little personal connection to Lima, Ohio. Yet she always called Oregon, Oregon, and it pissed me off so bad. So I would say Lima sometimes on purpose just to. You guys were having a battle of wits by mispronouncing the places that each other lived? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We were both very stubborn people. I never met her in person, just over the phone. Is that... Is that that's the end of the story. That's yeah, that's story. my connection okay. to Lima. The- I don't have a whole lot of other Lima, Ohio stories. I mean, okay. that was that was it. I figured it's, it's a story. So basically you just wanted to tell the story to say that Terry's a bitch. No, she no, she wasn't a bitch. 
No, no, I didn't think that. There was wor- there were worse people. I'm not talking shit. I'm just saying. All right. Well, out of Lima, Ohio, an Ohio man wanted by police decided to take it upon himself by sending investigators a new picture of himself on the run because he was dissatisfied with the mugshot the police were circulating on social media. He took a picture of himself and sent it to the police because he did not like the picture that they were posting trying to find him. What picture do you think they would use of you? I don't know. That's a horrible thing. Probably my driver's license. Like when you go missing from your apartment, what do you think they're... <laughs> God kidding. damn it. I'm going to throw shit. That is just, not nice of you to I'm say. Just I'm just kidding. I'm scared. Like, you're not going to go missing. About it, but I don't know who hung my goddamn swimsuit top on. I think someone's using my eye cream. I'm a little freaked out. All right, you're no, you're not going to go missing. You're not going to go missing. But what picture? Me. What picture do you want me to send? I don't want. I want you to stop talking about that. I mean, if they had to, I want you to use the Jon Snow picture. No. Yeah, that's the one. Use use my Jon Snow picture. No, I'm going to use the most horrible picture of you I could find. I'll be like, no. this is what he looks like all the time. No, don't do that. If it's someone who I'm looks already than missing, this. and you're going to be that spiteful about yes. it, yes. So I'm missing. Yes. Nobody knows where I am. There's a there's a big hunt for me. Well, I would and know you're where you were if you would tell me where you were going to go. Well, I don't know where I'm. Where no, are you that's. Going? Are you talking about me being on the lamb or yeah, me being kidnapped? Yeah. What if kidnapped? you're on the lamb and people are trying to find you? Like, you oh, have if to I'm get on the lamb, they're never going to find me when I'm on the lamb. I know too many things. I know I know where I would go. I know how I do it. Like I said, I'm a master of disguise. You I would are blend not in. a master of disguise. I would blend in just to the background. No one would notice me. And I could get away like that. And I would be... Uh, you don't even know how to dress to go to a musical. How do you think you're going to blend in with your master of disguise Blend anywhere? in with the schlubby masses. Oh, my God. Anyway. The Lima Police Department oh, said yeah, in a I Facebook post... I could adapt post, to anything. Yeah, it would be sweet. <laughs> Are you kidding me? It'd be right there, right under, you know... Right under the nose. The Lima Police Department said in a Facebook post that Donald A. Pugh, who goes by the nickname Chip, let's just call him Chip, Chip from Lima, 45 years old. How do you get o- Chip out of Donald A. Pugh? I don't know. I was wanted on a failure to appear charge and as a person of interest in crimes including arson and vandalism. Now, the post includes a picture of Chip. However, uh, Chip did not like the picture that was being so- uh, circulated on social media, so he text messaged a new one. To the Facebook page for the police department so that they could show his... He sent it via text. Yes. Uh, he sent the text, uh, along with the picture of the text, he said, here's a better photo of me. That one is terrible. Wow. So, yeah. I'll, I'll do one more story. All right. I'm going to find the, the picture. Chance, I'm going to use you. If you had the chance, would you, and, and you had the money, would you purchase the Silence of the Lambs house? No. No, I would not. Well, to Perry uh, Township. Know, here's another little shocking confession. Silence of the Lambs is okay. It's just not really my thing. I know that's taboo. I know people love Nobody cares Silence if of you Lambs. don't like Silence of the Lambs, Greg. <sighs> it's just... It's like you're talking as if, like, the fate of the world is laying on whether no, or not because you like something. Everybody loves Silence of Silence the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs is an amazing movie. It's all right. It's all right. Wow, way to take a stand. Very brave. Very brave. Anyway. The same thing about Evil Dead. Anyway. Sir, so you're sneaking that in. Okay. Uh, Perry Township, Pennsylvania. Uh, a realtor is trying to sell the Pennsylvania home, which was made famous by the 1991 amazing movie, The Silence of the Lambs. 
And she says she's getting plenty of calls about the phone, uh, about the home, excuse me, but no offers so far. So it was the exterior that was used for the movie, not the interior. Doesn't come with the well or the skin suit. Um, the exterior of the house is the one that's being. What? It puts the lotion. It robs the lotion on its skin. It does it when it's told. That's pretty good. I do like the song. Put the fucking lotion in the basket. All right, so if you want to buy it, uh, it's a three-story Victorian. And it's being sold for a steal right now. It was discounted from $300,000 to a meager $250,000. So uh, even though it is the Sons of the Lambs house for some reason, nobody's biting. So if you live in Perry Township, Pennsylvania, go and snatch that bad boy up. Would you want it? Sure. I mean, I'd want it because it looks like it's a nice house. Yeah. But then you get all kinds of weirdos showing up, though. I would have to get a fluffy white dog and just carry it around with me and call it Precious. <laughs> <laughs> then, then you would be getting way too into it. <laughs> you would imagine though the weirdos that show up like looking for the silence, silence of the Lamb's house. Oh yeah, like the Goonies house over in Astoria. They have to deal with enough people. That's fine though. Goonies fans don't wouldn't wouldn't scare me. Somebody who's so such a big fan of Silence of the Lambs of a serial killer movie. Like they'll drop off like skin lamps. And stuff? Yeah, Ew. that they're showing up at the house to go do the the Charge Fortune. I don't know if I'd trust those people. All right. Well, there you have it. That, my friends, is your worth of crazy. Crazy. My head still isn't all the way screwed on, right? For my head cold thing. That's what I was talking about. Not in life. I'm fine. Where are you looking at me? Let you explain that there. You dig your are you going to tell hole. another one of your riveting stories about Lima? Uh, that was the end of my Lima stories. Unfortunately, I really don't have any other ones. Um, you know, that's that's it. It starts and ends with Terry. With, with Terry, bitch. <laughs> never <laughs> not calling her a bitch. Stop calling Terry a bitch. <laughs> I did not do that. What did she ever do? To she you? was all right. She was fine. She she get on my nerves sometimes. I'm bringing back old memories here. Old memories. All right. Uh, let's do some. Let's yeah. <laughs> Maybe that'll be a uh, trivia answer for something. Who's for that bingo bitch night. in Lima? No, I'm not calling. I did not say that. Stop saying that. We can maybe use that as a as an answer to trivia on uh, Thursday. January 28th, are you talking about our bingo night at 4847 Southeast Division, also known as the Landmark Saloon, starting at 6 p.m.? The sign-ups do, and the game starts at 6.30. For your chance to win prizes, drink Not Your Father's Root Beer, Not Your Father's Ginger Ale. It's amazing. Grand old time. You get to hang out with us. You get prizes for free. Yeah, the one that's sponsored by Small Town Brewery. Yes, that's the one I was talking about. and you make us look good if you show up. So, uh, yes, you do. Let's yes. do that. Yes, it helps us out a lot. Let's, let's have drinks. Let's have some merriment. On Thursday, January 28th, mm. at the Landmark Saloon, for bingo night. Lima. All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. Oh, Jez is asking something. I'm not. I'm not sure what he's referencing there in the uh, live chat. Something about who I picked for the Super Bowl. I will pick the Super Bowl winner today, though. When is the Super Bowl? Uh, this weekend, Sunday. Are you serious? Yeah. This weekend, Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. No shit. Are you messing with me? You're <laughs> messing with me. When is it? I just figured I'd let you go with that since you since you were. 
you were going down that road. Uh, it is in February. It's oh. not. It's like three weeks away. Okay. <laughs> Frank, he just scolded you, Greg. <laughs> I don't know. You were so excited. I just figured I'd let you. Well, yeah. Let Super Bowl Sunday is really fun. You would hear a lot more about it if it were Super Bowl Sunday. No, the NFL playoffs are on. All right, let's. All right, uh, some ball talk. Ball talk, that's what we were doing. Talking about some ball talk. All right. First up, Sarah, we've got this. Now, this kind of falls under ball talk, mainly because it shows up on sports sites um, uh, and ESPN broadcasts that don't necessarily consider it a sport, but nonetheless. Poker. I barely knew her. It's a big thing. And there is, though... A scandal that's 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 brewed. A scandal. A scandal done been brewed. A scan scandal done been brewed. <laughs> Are you putting on your overalls my, again for the story? My overall stories. <laughs> well, hi there, here, sir. Let me just clip, clip. I brought my own readers. Is that one of them? Their music plays. See, this is why I could go. I could go under. Uh, I could go undercover like that, and no one would ever know. I think you're supposed to be quiet when you go into Well, hi there. <laughs> you're not supposed to draw attention. How y'all doing in here, Ma? Have you you're seen the so news lately? Loud. Yeah, that, those guys are loud, and then everybody would want to be around, you know, the hillbilly guy. Everybody would want to? Boy, I sure am comfortable in my suspended pants. My overalls. Mm-mm. Stop. That sounds gross. Ain't nothing between me and God's green earth but this pair of pants. All I need is my pants and my nipple covers, and I'm good to go. <laughs> Got my chafing cream on. See, I would blend right in. Like What's no your one would know. Chafing cream for, for for your nipples, you know, <laughs> from the overalls. You just put if you're gonna wear, on them. if you're gonna wear overalls without a shirt underneath, you're gonna, you know, that's a rough like, clothing. Are, are the buttons like nipple? Tight? Yeah, I'm sure they would hurt. So you gotta put band aids on there. Yeah. Or your chafing cream. <laughs> your chafing cream. Excuse me, I'm putting my chafing cream on. <laughs> All right, anyway. Scandal and poker. Uh, pro poker pl- player Antonio Esfandiari. Esfandiari. Was disqualified. Ricky, you are disfucking qualified. Uh, for peeing at a tournament table to win a bizarre prop bet. What? So there was a bet. There was a bet that was apparently going on about who would use the bathroom first between the, them and the the other poker players, and he didn't want to go use the bathroom because he was uh, he had put up fifty thousand dollars in a bet wow. over over where they would use the bathroom. So he peed himself at the table and was disqualified. Jesus, <laughs> he has been banned, Antonio. Esfandiari. Bad. I don't know if he got to keep the 50, 50 grand, though. He, I mean, he didn't go use the bathroom. Yeah. That's what we used to do. I know I've talked about this on the show, but with bladder busters in college. <laughs> yes, at the bladder coup. busters. That sounds so illegal. It was. It, I'm sure it was. It didn't last very long. Yeah. But yeah, where uh, the price of a pitcher was at a dollar until somebody used the bathroom, and then it would go up incrementally, like every time someone <laughs> would use it. So people would like, <laughs> That's block. so fucked People up. would block the bathroom so other people couldn't go in so we could keep dollar pitchers, but people would like sitting at the tables like dudes were peeing in pictures. It was disgusting. Why would you, as a bar, why would you want that? I don't know. I mean, I guess the... you sell a lot of dollar pictures, but it's not like you're making a lot of money on that. So, mm-hmm. and, and then you're dealing with cups of urine everywhere. 
I mean, I don't think I'm, I'm pretty sure the bar wasn't aware that people were urinating in the pitchers. They were aware. People it's a pretty were small bar, actually. The they probably pitchers. Were I mean, what are they going to do when true. they clean it up? You think a, a, a waitress is not going to understand? Very nice. Like after after Bladderbusters is done, and they would like go out and dump their pee outside or in the bathroom. And then they just take that pitcher and fill it back full of beer. Oh God, I didn't even think about you that. You think they really washed all those pitchers? Yes, they washed all of them. No. Jesus. The bar has a thing called bladder busters. They're serving you. They're fine. Pea soaked pitchers. They are not pea soaked pitchers. That's what's going on. Anyway, moving on to ball talk. Oh, didn't realize what time it was. All right. Um. Well. All right. One more. A uh, couple more stories here. The. Minnesota Vikings, of course, lost to the Seattle Seahawks over this last weekend with the last-second missed kick by kicker Blair Walsh. We'll talk about him in a second. However, uh, one Minnesota Vikings fan decided to drown his sorrows in the booze. In the booze? In the booze. And has been accused of breaking into the Minnesota State Fairgrounds police station because he thought it was his home. So a state police, a state fair police officer what said... What does his house look like if he thinks it looks like a police station? I don't know. Uh, a state fair police officer said he arrived at the station about 4 p.m. on Sunday to do some paperwork and saw that the door lock had been forced open. He called for backup and then officers surrounded the building with the confused man inside. So oh. the, the man was ordered out at gunpoint and that's when they discovered that the 30-year-old was actually a drunken Minnesota Vikings fan who apparently confused the station, which resembles a house, for his home after tailgating. Wow. He thought he was home. That drunk. Moving on to ball talk. <clears throat> uh, the Blair Walsh thing, the kicker, who Every missed- time you say Blair Walsh, if anybody is a Gossip Girl fan, I always hear Blair Waldorf. That's, one of that's the-, the hot chick, right? No, it's, the, it's her best friend. Oh. The hot chick is Serena. Serena Vander Woodson. No, no, I remember that. I could have space in my head for other things, yet I'm referencing Gossip Girl characters. Blake Lively. Well, yeah, I thought you were asking her character's name. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't really care. Okay. Well, Blair Walsh. Anyway, the kicker who missed, missed the kick, has been getting a lot of crap from Minnesota Vikings fans. However, some elementary school students have sent him letters telling him how great he is, so that he can feel better about himself. It's kind of it's kind of neat. They're sending letters like, Dear Blair Walsh, you are the best player in the universe. Everyone makes mistakes. Your team still appreciates you. I know you'll help the Vikings next time. Oh. And then there's one, Dear Blair Walsh, keep on trying. Puppies are cute. And then drew two puppies. Oh. <laughs> it's, pretty, it's pretty neat. So they're delivering those to Blair Walsh so that he can feel better. All right, moving on to ball talk. Finally, we've got this. And this is a rough day. For our friends in St. Louis. Because their football team is leaving. Oh. Is this one of the ones that L.A. is stealing? Yes, indeed. This is one of the ones that L.A. is, well, kind of stealing. They actually came from L.A., so it's not really. They're kind of stealing them back 20 years later. So the St. Louis Rams are one of a possibility of three teams. However, this, this is confirmed that are going to be moving to the Los Angeles area for the NFL because the NFL hasn't had a team in L.A. in basically 20 years. Mm-hmm. So the Rams are moving back there. They have confirmed it. And then at this point, now the Chargers, so they're building a brand new stadium in Inglewood, and the Chargers, the San Diego Chargers, have the option to share that stadium with them. And they have one year to decide that. 
which is, sucks for the fan bases. Yeah. So what's going to happen is the owner is going to hold that over the heads of San Diego and be like, look, I got, got a stadium right here. What are you going to give me? What are you going to give me? What are you going to give me? Yeah. And either San Diego will give him something or they won't, and then he'll just move. Or if he opts to stay in San Diego, then the Raiders get to get to jump in, and then they can go to L.A. Okay. So one of the two teams will also be moving. But the St. Louis Rams... Around. Yep. The St. Louis Rams are gone. I believe starting next year, they will be out of St. Louis. In honor of that, I decided to play this. This is an L.A. Rams team song from the 80s. Off. It doesn't need to be that loud. See, these are, this is when the actual players got involved. Anyone can hear him trying to phase him out. Okay. It's an actual song. Those are actual football players from the 80s talking about ramming it all day and all night. Sure, they didn't know that it was in any way, shape, or form a sexual innuendo. Put them on their back. Ram it. Don't say ram it like that. That's creepy. All right, yeah. There we go. It is now going to be the L.A. Rams once again. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. I catch what they told me and I like the block. I'm quick off the line as I can be, cause I don't want big running over me. This is baby face and I don't yield. I'm a tackling fool on the football field from the jersey. Greg, stop it. Enough. You've taken enough liberties. Ram it. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. It's being said in the chat that people want to beat you with your wallet chain. <laughs> L.A. people are happy about it. Mm-hmm. Again, I want to reiterate, if you get a chance, go go check out Book of Mormon. Book of Mormon amazing. really is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Definitely go check it out. Um, and yeah, we may be having one of the cast and crew in... At some point. We shall see. Okay, that wasn't him. Never mind. Okay. I'm really glad that you were checking your text messages in real live time on, at the well, end of our I show. I thought I would have like a live update that I could give, no, and it was not a live of, update. It was very lackluster, and it wasn't as good as your Lima story, though. That was and classic. bitch Terry. That can go in the best of. And I did not say that. I did not say that. She was fine. She's just fine. 
Thank you so much, everybody. Uh, Geek in the City tonight on the Fun Employment Geek Radio Network Center. at 6 p.m. Subscribe, $6.99 a month. The first week is free. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.